Hi everyone and welcome to the Ref6 Weekly. I am joined by my co-host Jonna as always. Um, this week uh, we are doing a slightly different pod. We are going to be talking about the uh, FA's um, uh, release of the changes to the promotion scheme for this season, what it means for people at the different levels, um, and what we're doing is basically going around and speaking to a, a variety of different referees at different levels to get their opinion and their thoughts on, on what, you know, how it's impacted them, what they thought about the, the whole kind of process. So, John, well, before I ask you about yours, let's give the highlights, right? So basically referees from uh, at levels 2B, 3 and 4, there will be no promotion, there will be no demotion. But um, any observations or any games can be taken forward for next season to be included in, in the calculation for promotion for the end of that season. Um, there may be mid-season promotions, but more information about that will come later. Um, and, and anyone who was a first year this year will, not, will be able to keep their immunity from being demoted and that will move to the next season. That's basically it, right, John? Yeah, yeah. Fives can't be promoted to four either. So the FA have said that if you're a level five going to a four, um, you can't officially be promoted uh, until this mid-season break just because they don't want to keep too many fours, basically. They're having to keep people at five. And then obviously sixes and sevens can be promoted as normal. So you can be promoted from seven to six and six to five. Because that's all managed by counties. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and I'm just trying to think the, the couple of things they mentioned was around like fairness and geography. So like some referees in, you know, places like Leicester where they've had a, basically a national, a, lock, a local lockdown for the whole year, they referees wouldn't have been able to get enough games in there. Whereas in some other places around the country, they would have maybe hit the criteria. So to be fair, they've, they've come up with this solution. So this podcast, we're going to go around and chat to a variety of referees, um, but I'm going to start with John. So, John, what's your your level four? Um, what's your, what's your thoughts and, and feelings around it? Um, if you'd asked me this two months ago, I'd have been pretty annoyed. Um, I had a good season up until it stopped. Um, I saw we've spoken about this on the pod a couple of times. I've spoken to you and my mates. I'm at peace with it at the moment. Um, you know, I didn't think I was going to go up. Um, because of this whole thing I, I've hit the criteria but obviously I, you know, if I prepared to not be promoted like mentally then it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have hit me as hard so it hasn't hit me as hard uh, disappointing but the good thing for me is I can carry my marks forward so the strong season I've had now I carry forward so for me it feels like the old promotion scheme which you know when you finished in February you never found out if you were promoted or not and then you go from February to um, next February. So it feels like that, you know, second half of the season almost going forward. So I'm used to that, really. Um, so, yeah, we just pack our stuff up and we go again, really. No, it's good to hear. I think that's a refreshing take on it. So you, you mentioned you had a strong season. Are you worried now? Because if, if you take those marks into next season, you know, it could become... It, you might have a pretty a more average games, etc. It might bring those marks down. Is that a tool of fear at all? Um, not really a fear because you know people are just the same as me. There are mm -hmm. going to be people that are in the A band that this is going to sound out of border that shouldn't be in the A band, and you know they'll come down again. And people that shouldn't be where they are will be back where they are. So you know the natural of order things sorts out every year. Last year I had a bit of a shocker. So null and void last year for me would have been grand. Um, the year before that I went away, though, I had a bit of a strong one. So, it, you know, it's a, you back yourself. It's a mental game, isn't it? This is either going to make you pick yourself up and dust yourself off and you go into it still confident that you've got those marks, which is a big boost, or you crumble. And I think we're going to see the mixture of both next year. So it's quite interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a mental game. I think for those who are struggling, definitely reach out, have a chat with a friend and, you know, ho hopefully we've got some words of advice from some of the referees that we're going to chat to today. Um, but yeah, without further ado, we're going to make the rounds 
around the different uh, referees and, and get their opinions. And for those who are listening, we'd love you to write to us, tweet us, put it on Facebook and let us know how you're feeling, you know, what your thoughts are, especially listening to all the different perspectives from different referees and, you know, did the FA come to a fair conclusion or, or you know, could things have been done slightly differently? Who knows? So, um, yeah, John, let's yeah. start. So where we go. Right. Okay, my name's Martin Underhay. I'm a Level 3 referee. I will be going into my eighth season at Level 3 uh, when we restart. And I am from the Dorset FA. Um, obviously, we've, we've had this um, communication from the FA regarding promotions um, in the last 24 to 48 hours. And I am quite surprised that it's not been null and void, I mm-hmm. must admit. I am quite surprised at that because I think where the, club, where the clubs are, you know, with things, they're obviously, they've been null and void in their leagues. They've been null. So whether you're top, whether you're bottom, it's been, it's been completely blanked. There'll be clubs that are at the top that will not be happy. There'll be clubs at the bottom of rejoicing. Mm-hmm. And we know that. And it's the same of referees. Yeah. Well, um, in the marking season, I refereed six marking games from mid-September to November the 3rd. Mm-hmm. That is no time whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. So we've had no time to, to referee, really. Um, I was observed on, th- on three occasions. And... You know, I'm 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 going to do this from a I'm going to try and say it from a rounded perspective because even though I did very well in one game, mm-hmm. I did mediocre in another. And what I thought I did well in another game, the the uh, observer didn't see it that way, and we we you know we we didn't agree. Yeah, let's put it that way. But that's fine. I've got no problem with that. He sees that. I've I've had that match match footage looked at uh, mm-hmm. by myself, and you know. I took it on, you know, I took that observation on. Now, that aside, just looking at the um, the criteria, I know there's lots of different referees that will be in a very, di- it's going to be in a very different um, area. They're going to be either top and they're going really well, they're flying, they're top 15, top 20, top 40, you know, and they're flying and they'll be devastated that if it would have gone like I thought would go, which would yeah. be null and void. Um, however, there were referees like myself who really didn't get off to the best start. And let's not forget, this was right at the start of a, this was right in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of anxious people out there. Whether that whether those people were referees, players, beha- behavior of players was different for those three or four months. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I found football a lot. Di- seem to be very different in that pandemic um, sort of um, environment. Like September, October, November time, yeah. Yeah, November the 3rd, I finished, I, I finished my last marking game. So there we go. I did seven, eight weeks. Yeah. Um, so obviously there'll be referees that were, sorry, uh, anxious going into that season to start with anyway, because everything was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going into clubs and you're asked not to you you were you were messing with your entire routine what you what you've known you've grown up with so everything was yeah. different so maybe a bit of anxiety there for a few referees and produce it maybe that produced a few not so great performances or whatever mm-hmm. okay and um and martin i'm gonna add on here so some referees may have thrived from no crowds being there for example right so that it's not clear you know, so it's, it's very to throw that into the mix. You have to throw that into the mix because you're up against when you when you've got teams there and you've got crowd crowds there, the adrenaline factor kicks in, everything the reactions of everything around you and the reactions of players reacting to crowd around you. If the crowd isn't there, everything's different. I think we'd all agree it was a lot different without a crowd. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, there'll be really good referees out there that will thrive on no crowds, but put a little bit of pressure on them may affect them. So, you know, maybe um, if they've had a good performance, it would be great to see what they'd have done if there was a thousand people in there shouting and screaming at that performance. 
um, and how that affects the mind as well. Mm -hmm. So these, these are things that I've sort of thought, right, right okay, maybe this should be um, null, and, null and void. I completely agree with the nobody being re reclassified. You, can, you know, you can't go down with, yeah. with that amount of football. That's impossible. Um, but the FA have come up with, uh, sorry, the, um, the vast majority of referees, they said, haven't come to the, you know, reached the criteria. Fewer than 2% have done enough games and or observations. That's fine. Uh, but that does tell me that for me, you've got to cut it dead for me. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a few dangerous things that they put in there, which I'm, I don't know if I'm in favour of, if I'm honest. Um, I might be. If I'm in a good position, a mid-season promotion, <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Yeah. But in saying that, um, I think promoting somebody mid-season, if that person is a first-year referee who's refereed in those games without crowds, yeah. okay, and has done very well, and then you put that referee into a situation where you've now gone up a level mm -hmm. and you're refereeing with crowds, yeah. You could put yourself in a, in, a, in a in a bit of an iffy situation, mm -hmm. um, and I I just think there's no it's there's there's nothing like experience. Mm -hmm. You can't you know there's no substitute for experience. So I think you know play you look at players and what they've lost is right. You think of a 28 year old player who's lost effectively two 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 years of his life yeah. and the prime years. Okay, as referees we, we're a little bit different because we can carry on into the ages of 30 and 40 and whatever. And in my case, 51. But, um, <clears throat> but you know, we've all, we've all been hit hard. And yeah. I just think now, where, with the marks staying as they are, mm -hmm. um, and those observations not being lost, from my personal point of view, and me being selfish, I want, I, I've started mediocre. And I believe now I'm in a place where I've got no hope of promotion at the end of 21, 22, unless I have four absolute unbelievable games with KMDs all over the place. Yeah. Okay, correct. Um, but then there's going to be referees that didn't start off so well because they were anxious about what was going on. It wasn't very good for them. But now we're coming out of the pandemic um, hopefully coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> they're feeling better about themselves. They're not so anxious. They've had the jab or they're going to be getting the jab. Okay. And they're going to be feeling better about themselves. But now with this news that comes through, they're thinking, oh my God, I, I, I'm sure I'm in a bottom 60 place or something like that. So the anxiety yeah. creeps in again. And I just, I just don't think that's needed. Yeah. Um, but but, what, Martin, what I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it around and be like, okay, so yeah, absolutely. You, go, you, go ahead. You, you mentioned it. If if I was top or if I was high art, you you'd be really happy, right? So yeah, absolutely. So with those people, yeah. I, I think they've been. I've said it a couple of times now. Caught between a rock and a hard place because the people at the top um, would want to want to keep. You know, they want those marks to go ahead, right? They don't absolutely. want to feel like a waste of season. It's really difficult, I think. It, but it is. I mean, my my stamp, my basically my bottom line of my mm. standpoint is, I think the FA were in a complete no-win situation. Yeah. All right. You're not going to please everybody. They had to draw a line somewhere. Yeah. That is that's evident. Okay. Um, I look at the people at the top, and yes, they've gone really well. They're at the top. Of course, they want their marks to count. And if I was at the top. Yep, I'd want my marks to count <laughs> as well. Of course, I would. Yeah, but um, but you 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 basically said, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're I don't know where you are position wise, but you were mediocre, yeah, not I, full I would, season, but a, a middle of the road season, I, right? Right now, middle of the road. Yeah. Okay, but that, what you've said is really interesting because I had the assumption that people in the middle would would be happy either way, but the fact what you've just described is. Well, going into next season, I've got to have a an absolute flyer because I'm 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 kind of stuck there. You know, that's really yeah. interesting. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I I look at it and I do try to I do try to see everybody's point of view as well. Yeah, you know, because those guys at the top are, are desperate are desperate to go up and I and I get that, but 
another thing that I think of, and which is why I think they'll avoid, and then we should be doing fitness tests and stuff like that, is with this pandemic and the amount of time we've been off, um, let's just say the top 20, for instance, okay? If there's 15 of them guys that haven't been looking after themselves and haven't been training and have been eating their way through the pandemic, <laughs> who knows what state they're going to go back, back into? Yeah. I just think we've reset the leagues. Maybe we should just reset the refereeing and we're all going to have to just take it on the chin. But the FA have come to a decision and they've done it in the fairest way that they think they can. And, you know, it's one of them where you just you, you accept it and you've got to accept it. But you just wanted to play devil's advocate with the fact that every, all the leagues are null and void. So maybe we should have all started afresh. But I'd, I, I would be upset, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. if I was in that top 20 <laughs> and I'd been out every day running. Yeah. <laughs> very upset then. No, Martin, thanks so much for giving us some time and giving you a point of view. So, my name is Pablo Aguilar. Um, I'm a level five referee uh, going from a four. Um, and I'm a Sussex FA referee. So, um, in terms of the promotion this year, it's obviously quite different. Having received uh, the email from the FA yesterday on it, it's, uh, it's obviously quite difficult because of all the changes this season um, and it's not been our normal season. I think we've had probably, I think I calculate about two months of football in total since we started in September. Um, but it's it's obviously understandable. Personally, I've had um, going five to four, two observations. So it was very difficult for me to get promoted off two observations or, you know, rightly so, be, be put in the picture for, for promotion. Um and in terms of the new guidance and criteria, I think, I think you know, the FA have got it, have done really well with it. I wouldn't personally want to be in their shoes having to make decisions because I can't imagine the stress and uh, they're going through to change it all and uh, make it as, as good for everyone and beneficial for everyone as possible. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's one of those which... Um, for me personally, with two observations, I, I think it's the fairest decisions that the FA have made to extend it to another season. Um, I think it's really good as well to have potential mid-season promotions for five to fours. Um, and I think some of the guys above as well have the potential option of doing the same. Um, only because, you know, the other referees who've done more than two and are sitting maybe on three or four observations and you know, with, with good marks and you know, they know they've ticked off the criteria. It's great because, you know, at the end of the day, they can, they don't have to wait that extra season and they have that opportunity to get promoted come, come mid season. So um, I, I quite like how the FA have set out their bullet points and, and what their plan is. I think it's, it, it's the fairest way to deal with it as, as best as they can. So um yeah, it's a difficult one, but it's it's. I think they've done the, the done done the right thing with the criteria for sure. You probably the most hit out of no, but your marks your marks can still go for next season, right? So yeah, of course, hundred percent. But it's I think um, it's one of those Hassan where I think the FA have done it quite fairly because. Um, I, I, it, and it's it's one of those where I think you want to. It's so difficult to balance because if you've got people like me on two observations, yeah, you can't really put them up. Doesn't matter how well we've done or obviously yeah. how badly we've done. But um, the guys who've done three or four, and I know some in Sussex that have, you know, it's it's unfair on them at the same time. You know, I, I, it's probably frustrating for them because they feel like they can go up tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and rightly so, but it's just one so of those. You, so you weren't really expecting to be allowed to go up, right? With two, you weren't. No, ever, you weren't ever thinking I won the lottery here. They might. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I was being realistic, I was. I was. Oh yeah. I'm gonna, honestly, I was expecting to have another season at five. Yeah. Um. Obviously, with you know one two observations, you you can't you can't make a decision on how if someone deserves to go up or 
or whatnot. So it's it's very difficult. So Michael Ryan, to be referee from Sussex. Um, so in terms of reaction to promotions letters yesterday, I think it's always important in that situation to remove your own personal experience from it and look at it as a wholesale document. Um, you know, certainly the the FA national managers have, have tried their best. You know, it's it's difficult circumstances, and probably for the majority of document, um, I think referees would agree it's it's the best case scenario. Um, if you were to narrow it down to to two B specifically at my level, it's probably a mixed bag. Um, certainly the option to, to, to carry forward is a different set of circumstances for step two than it is for three, four, five, and six. So my understanding is step three down <clears throat> ended November time, December time. Yeah. So of the assistants that I've worked with this season who are level threes, they're probably sitting on one maximum of two observations. Um, but for levels two Bs at step two, we're three months further forward. You know, we're almost 50% of the season complete. Um, so I know some of my colleagues are carrying forward 10 observations. I'm carrying forward five. And you'll have uh, some of my colleagues that are carrying forward no observations into two years. So the disparity is quite vast. Um, whether that's right or wrong, you know, there, there's quite a considerable inconsistency there. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of immunity, I think that's probably the, the, the other point, which is the standout applicable to, to two Bs. You know, I think the right decision was made. I think it's correct that this year's first years are able to carry forward the immunity. The question I would pose is that this is the second curtailment season now. You know, there were first years in 2019 and, and 2020. We posed a similar question about carrying forward immunity. Um, and that, that wasn't accepted. It wasn't agreed to. Um, so, look, it's, it's difficult, but you, you do look for consistency sometimes. Um, and there just seems an inconsistency in what was applied this year in comparison to, to what was applied um, in the first curtailment season. Cool. So, Mike, in terms of, you mentioned that you, you, you had some difference of opinions to, I guess, what, what was put out, the, the two things you mentioned, immunity and maybe moving the games forward for next season. Like clubs, clubs get a chance to vote for the outcome. Do you think referees should have been, I don't know how much consultation there was with referees, but... Do you think do you think all referees should have been able to at least maybe make a vote or is that just too much is that too democratic uh, uh, an option yeah I mean look you run a business Hassan I run a business and sometimes there are ideas that are formed um, and we discuss them within our echo chamber within our close circle and we receive one set of, of feedback. It's not until we take ideas to staff or, you know, perhaps in our case, member referees, that you receive raw feedback, you know, and, and it might not change your mind, but it certainly helps to, to kind of guide thoughts. Um, and I just feel that on this occasion, um, perhaps a different outcome might have been sought. You know, it's, it's difficult to say because I don't think there was any consultation. Yeah. Um, but managing football, in, in my opinion, isn't too different to, to running a business environment. Um, and when I first read the, the, the letter, it screamed like a first consultation draft rather than the final piece. Sure. Um, now, whether it's timeline, um, I don't know, but I, I just feel and certainly the feedback that I've received from colleagues that perhaps consultation might have helped um, but look it is difficult so it's not always a, a distinct right or wrong answer do you think um, for next season look we we all look and we see the 
the way the vaccine's helping, etc. We're assuming next season's going to continue as normal, yeah. going to go to the end uh, as it has done every other year, apart from the last two years, back for 60, 70, 80 years. Question is, do, do you think that the FA should have a plan, should the season be curtailed again, and that that plan should be shared like before the season starts? So everyone knows what would happen should it happen again. Sure. I mean, look, perhaps I'm slightly more hard-nosed than, than most people. And, you know, you talk to not just in football circles, but in wider working circles in general. And the feedback around COVID is it's unprecedented. It's unprecedented. You know, we couldn't foresee this. We couldn't foresee that. And in football in terms... I'd accept that in the 2019-2020 season where we went from one week, 3,000 spectators, normal league standings, normal league behaviours, and then within a fortnight's period, we were null and void, and COVID went from 0 to 60 and everything fell by the wayside. That's unprecedented, because certainly in my lifetime and your lifetime, we've never seen anything like that. I don't think unprecedented can apply to the 2020-2021 season because if ever there was a year when a risk management strategy was needed and scenario planning needed to take place, you'd anticipate it would be the season immediately after a null and void. Yeah. You know? yeah. And for me, start of the year, there should have been clear scenarios of if we get through a full season, great, this is the outcome in terms of promotion, retention, and, and everything else. If we get through 25%, 50%, 75%, this is the outcome. And everybody would have known where they stood at all levels. And I think it's that lack of scenario planning, which, is, which, is, which has hurt people, you know, which, and we find ourselves in a situation where we've been in the dark for several months, you know, certainly uh, as match officials, we've been on the sideline whilst the league, you know, sorts out its own stuff. Um, and it just feels a little bit reactive. Um, but that being said, none of us are in a position, you know, a position of seniority. We only look from a neutral perspective and, and apply our own experiences if this was in a our own working environments, how we may handle it. Um, so, look, as I said earlier, the bulk of the document, which is applicable to all levels, I agree with. I think it's, you know, it's it's done its best. Um, but I, I just think the stumbling block is you can't put 2B in the same boat as 3, 4, 5 and 6. It's just the season is... is Panned out slightly differently. Panned out slightly differently, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the, the league set the precedent. You know, the league null and voided. There was a simple solution to follow suit with the league. And we all pack up and we come back again next year and we put the past two years behind us. Um, and it just feels to me now that of all of the... Um, inconvenience it's been caused over the last two years we're dragging that into another 12 months unnecessarily um but as i say there's no right or wrong answer yeah mike really appreciate really appreciate your thoughts definitely um you have some definite valid points there and really interesting i think it's gonna i think there'll be other people listening and watching who will share some of your your points so i'm sure they'll they'll feel nice to, to know that other people are in the same boat. So no um, too. yeah, I appreciate your time. You take care and thanks for joining us. Cheers. Hess. Cheers. Joe. Sure. So um, yeah, I'm Liam Chick. I'm from Devon FA um, and I'm a level five to four referee. And I, I guess it's a weird one because I personally, um, I'm quite annoyed <clears throat> by it. You know, I've, I've worked hard all season um, I've got the right amount of observations. I've, I think I'm a couple of games off, but I know last season they let refs up when they hadn't met the criteria. And I was really confident I was getting it, basically, if the numbers were there. Um, 
So on that that side of things, I'm 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 annoyed. Um, but over lockdown, I've refed a few um, EFL Alliance games. Um, one up in Bristol. Um, the the Linos there, they were five to fours as well. And I was speaking to them about it, and they haven't done any. They they haven't had any observations. They haven't been able to ref five to four games because they haven't done the fitness test. So I guess if I think about it neutrally, it's yeah. probably the right decision. Mm-hmm. It's probably the right decision. But for, for me personally, it's annoying because I've I've met the criteria. So I, I guess what I would have maybe liked the FA to do is take it on a case-by-case basis um, and but also allow it to roll over for those who, who haven't mm-hmm. um, done the criteria. Um, but yeah, annoyed. <laughs> I, I think I think there's always in these types of things winners, winners and losers, right? Um, yeah. You know, yeah. unfortunately, it seems like on this side you've kind of lost out. But from my understanding, you're still able to carry your, your criteria, your, all of your games over, your observations over, and that there may be the mid mid season promotion possibility, right? Is that is that what you're hoping for now? Is that yes, what you're looking for? Definitely. Um, one thing that does worry me a, a little bit, if they do this mid-season promotion thing, I wouldn't necessarily be so worried because I've, I've got the games, I've got the observations. Um, but I'm worried that they're letting six to fives up. Will there be a new flurry of five to fours next season that potentially jeopardises yep. um, my chance of promotion? I know some others down here in Devon a feeling that as well but if if the mid-season thing does go ahead I'm confident um and that that really excites me that the way I see it it's not it's not a failure no, no one's failed it is beyond our control it's just a step back um I'm confident I'll get it when I'll get it that's that's the big question but if it carries over if there's a mid-season thing I'm excited for that yeah no brilliant Liam, it was really great to get your your opinion. I think I think the key key thing is what you just said. It's it's a setback. It's not a um, it's not the end. <laughs> you know, it's you know one stumbling block in 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 a career, which which hopefully you can continue and go on to. But for those who are listening as well or watching, you know that's what you've got to treat it as. It's one hurdle that you're going to get over and. There's going to be a lot of hurdles in a refereeing career. If you want to make it to wherever you want to make it to, there's always going to be some form of setback. So, and, yeah, and I, I've spoke. Um, I won't name him, but I've got a really good friend in in Devon FA, and and I found out. I think Ref Support posted it first. I, I woke up by accident at like five in the morning, and that's like one of the first things things I read. And I sent it to my mate. He, he was up. He starts work early, and he was gutted. And he's like, "Oh, my mental health it's all over the place right now. I'm really struggling." And I'm and I turned to him and I said, "Look, don't take this as a failure. Yeah, you get it." And I know with lockdown and this pandemic, it is a, it's affecting a lot of people. Um, and when you've worked so hard all season, this then on top of it isn't good. Um, so I, yeah, I really just want to say, don't let it affect you that way. You. Yeah. yeah, and I know a lot of people are struggling. And, and yeah, the, the the one thing I think you mentioned case by case basis. Obviously, there's a lot of referees that they would have to go through. I think the one thing I do like about this this blanket approach is that it's kind of treating everyone equally, even though yeah. even though you, it, there is there is inequality in the fact that you've done the criteria and some people haven't um you know i th- i i think they were they, they were damned if they did and damned if they didn't almost yeah. in, in many aspects I, I do think it's fair what what i might say is could they have done the same for seven to six or six to fives so there, there isn't a like um a flurry of new candidates i mean yeah. leagues have been null and void all up and down the country maybe yeah. they've been the same same for this. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's different because seven to fives are county yeah. um, referees, but potentially... No, I, I think you've got a, a completely valid point, right? Because what you're saying is, great, I can still take my stuff, everything forward, but all of a sudden I might be competing against a, a bigger pool than I would have been this year. Which I, I know there's some good referees about yeah. to up if they get their fives. So 
it's a, it's a little bit worrying, admitting, admittedly. Um, but if they do the mid-season thing, um, I'm obviously more, well, they, they won't be in for a shout with that, but I can't imagine. So that, that's my job. They'd my... have to do a fair amount of games in a fairly short period of time mm. to be able to do that. So that's, that's my opportunity, the mid-season thing. I, I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, hopefully it's this year. Um, yeah. I, I imagine it will be. But... Liam, thanks thanks for sharing your, your thoughts, your opinion and, and, and being honest and giving your, your feedback. So appreciate your time. Thanks and, for having uh, me on. No worries. Okay, I'm Joel Lamping. I'm a level four referee from Sussex. Um, and yeah, so the promotion criteria. Um, for me, if I'm completely honest, I'm more than happy with uh, how the FA have distributed the information and the effect it's had on me. Um, so basically, obviously, as I'm sure you know already, that uh, the information means that there's no demotion to start with a promotion for this current season, which has been interrupted due to COVID-19. Um, for me, that's a sensible and more than understandable decision. Uh, and I think it's very wise because it makes us feel like, okay, well, to a certain point, we're safe. Now, obviously, when we get back, we want to referee to the best of our ability, similar to all the players want to play to the best of their ability. Now, I think it's fair to say, whether it's in a physical or mental condition, we're going to be different to how we finish before, you know, the break we've now had. So it's certainly going to be odd. And I, um, I feel like it's, uh, I'm glad that the FA have taken consideration into how we're going to feel. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of people in similar boats. Uh, me personally, uh, I've, done my best to stay occupied to keep myself mentally strong uh, and on the physical side of things uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, workouts and you know just to again stay occupied so for me I feel like uh, it's going to be uh, a good you know positive uh, start and you know I'm going to be confident going into it but I must say I also have a feeling it's not going to be at the level where I finished um, when there was a break so in terms of the promotion itself, um, obviously, as I said, no promotion uh, this season, but then it goes on from the merit table we had previously before the break. Um, and that goes on to the end of next season, uh, May time, I believe, in the 2021-22 season. Um, again, I think that just gives us a good amount of time to build up from where we left off and the fact that with the separate competitions which are going to go ahead now, um, where there are what I'd call a mini league and separate, a bit like a UEFA competition, if you like, and how the layout um, is all done. For me, the fact that we can go and referee and uh, the only people who will potentially observe us are like trainee observers, the guys who are you know, working towards that role in the game. So that kind of takes a lot of pressure off, off us. Now, I know there's the talk a lot of the time of referees are very different when there's observers about um, and because they try and get rewarded and they try and do things perfectly. But for me, I've always said there's no such thing as a perfect referee. Whether there's an observer there or not, you shouldn't change anything which you do. So it wouldn't affect me as much with, with an observer there or not, if the decisions they made. But for me, it's just really helped me that I know I can, you know, kickstart with just you a bit can, of You can focus on not being nervous about what yeah. mark I'm going to get, but I can just go out and get back refereeing, right? That That's interesting because not I hadn't thought about, I don't know why, in, in this last couple of days since we heard the news, I hadn't thought about, hey, maybe we should have just continued promotion for the rest of the games I, that it hadn't even occurred in my mind so thanks for bringing that up that's interesting that you you are you know that there are going to be some games coming up and you don't want to be well if it puts your mind at ease that you're not going to be they're not going to affect your marks and your promotion or not yeah of course i mean if if we did let's say the fa decided right we're gonna we're gonna carry on to where we finish because we want to get people you know working towards the next level of their game obviously some people are at an age for me. I'm fortunate I'm still 23, 24 this year. I'm at a young age. I've 
feel confident that I've got a good good amount of time of my refereeing career left with me. Mm. Some people don't have that with them. So, I mean, I can understand why people would be like, oh, I wish we left off. Now, if we decided to, you know, start as we finished, yeah, I'm a sort of guy, you know, you, you both know me, Wilksy and Hassan, that I'll just get on with what there is because I look, there's no point looking back and going, oh, if and but, just, you know, just try and go in and give it 100% because that's all you can do. There will be ups and downs. It's the same with anything in life, isn't it? You just yeah. go in with a positive attitude and do your best and I'll do that whether there's an observer there or not. Perfect. Cool. Joel, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, so Phil Cartlidge, uh, level 4B specialist assistant, um, you know, and, uh, you know, kind of staunch member of the East Riding FA. Um, so, listen, I think obviously um, the there will be people who are disappointed. Uh, there'll be people who feel that they met the criteria outlined for promotion because they got assessments in early mm -hmm. um, before the season kind of shut down and got suspended. Uh, there might be, you know, the flip side of that is there might be people who met the criteria and are actually quite relieved because they might have been at the other end, you know, looking at, um, looking at possibly being demoted or reclassified. Um, so you can, you can kind of see both elements of that. Um, but I think, I think for eyes, uh, tweet that went out yesterday is probably the fairest summary. It was it was the sensible call because it's been frustrating for everybody. Um, you know, I, I suppose despite people's frustrations, if somebody is in is sitting in quite a fortunate position, marks wise, um, their marks are safe. They've been held. They've been carried over. Um, obviously, for the people who might be quite concerned about the marks that are kept that they're carrying over. They've got time to work on it and time to put it right in, in the context of a full season next year. Um, speaking from my kind of personal experience, I am just massively appreciative of the fact that the marks are going to be carried over and they're going to be safe. Um, you know, I think I'm in a fortunate position to be sat on at least one very good score, um, you know, on this new marking form for assistance on uh, at level four. And and I I hoped and I was really really hoping they just wouldn't scrap those marks. So I'm I'm delighted that it's been kept because it starts me next season potentially in a fairly decent spot. Um, you know, and I'd only have myself to blame if things don't go the way they need to from there. Yeah. Uh, I, I said in my tweet reply to you, you know, people will get opportunities. You know, the, there's there, there's natural I hate the term, but natural wastage every year. Guys who retire guys who decide they're going to step back because of work commitments or because of injury, or, you know, and, and we see every year the plea for coverage at certain times of the season where there's a lot of close dates. You might find, you know, they, they've, they've said as much that people who have already met the criteria may be uh, candidates for promotions mid-season. So we'll, we'll just wait and see. Yeah. Um, in in the East Riding, we, we kind of, we kind of got fairly lucky um, really. We, we had a, five or six guys going for level five to four the previous season. So this season that's just been interrupted would have been their first year at level four. So whilst it's been massively frustrating for them, at least they've got their promotion. You know, we, we kind of brought them all through in a batch together and we've not really had anybody affected uh, in terms of their promotions stopping to get them from level five to four this year. Mm -hmm. So really we've been quite lucky in that. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's strange, it's frustrating for some, relieving for others, but I think overall, sensible. Brilliant. I'm Jake Woodman, I'm a level three referee, uh, currently referees on the Eastern League and the uh, National South uh, divisions. Um, obviously, the, the news came out yesterday in regards to promotions. Uh, for me, it was quite a benefit. Um, I think it's helped... It's helped me in my kind of journey, obviously, being a first year three. Uh, this season was one of these where I knew it was going to be difficult. And I was the whole goal of the season was to try and kind of hit the ground running a little bit with it. And obviously with COVID, it wasn't really possible. So it meant that I think when I had a look through my records, I think up to this, my last middle competitive league middle was in December which was on the women's championship mm -hmm. and so since then I've obviously not really been able to do anything so my main concern was we're given as a first year three same as a first year four you're kind of given a, a the first year to kind of bed in where yeah. 
you're not, they don't kick you off straight away. So you get a year's grace to kind of bed in. Um, when I, obviously thinking about the whole process, my main thought was, I really hope that this isn't my bedding in season. Yeah. Because if so, I like to find my feet a little bit. Mm-hmm. And with it being so disrupted, I don't think I've done that yet. I, I want to get back to refereeing, obviously. And the sooner I can do that, the better. I mean, I'm quite lucky that I, I'm still picking up fixtures here and there. So overall, the kind of resounding feedback from you or the, the thing that you were worried about or looking into was really the immunity side, right? You didn't, you knew you were going to be safe. You weren't going to get demoted. Yeah. Um, but you were hoping that that immunity would continue for this, the next season, which yeah. has come out. So overall, you're pretty chuffed with, with, with what's been announced. Yeah. And also, obviously, it's, it's good that, they've rolled the season over. So the hard work that I had put in at the beginning of the season hasn't just yeah. been yeah. wiped away. Oh, it doesn't matter anymore because we're going to start a new season. This is the observations and the marks that I got last season. I've kind of started to build a kind of a, a brickwork to kind of push on from. So I know where I am. I've had my handful of games at that, mm-hmm. at that level. I yeah. know where I'm at. It's not like I'm going back in as I was at the beginning of September, kind of a little bit blind, a little bit right, where am I in comparison to other level threes? Being obviously the first year there, like it's difficult to compare yourself, but at least now I've got a benchmark to go, right, we can start, we can build on this. There's nothing major. We can start to kind of put the, put the groundwork together and we can start to start to progress. What would you find more valuable, the immunity or the marks rolling over? I know you've got both. You're lucky enough to have both. But if, say, the FA said next year only your marks roll over, you haven't got immunity, would you be okay with that? Or would you have rather your marks been wiped away and your immunity stand? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not too caught up on the immunity, to be honest, because... At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I had enough belief that I felt as if I was, I was good enough. I, I would be good enough to stay up. Yeah. Um. But obviously, with the marks carrying over, I mean, it, it just allows me to kind of see where I'm at. Really, that's that's all I'm really. That's all I've really used them for, and all I really tend to use them for. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my mentality is. I'm not one of these guys. When I get an observation through, I don't go straight to the marks. It's one of the last. It's the last thing I look at. The immunity thing helps. It definitely helps, but it's it's definitely not an excuse because it's it it it's it's not one of those things where you can go. Ah, oh, I've got a year of immunity. I can do what I want. Yeah, you don't no. use it. You're not using the immunity as a tool for your season, no. right? It's yeah. just it's a safety net, right? It's yeah. there yeah. just in in that worst scenario if yeah. something goes really wrong. But. In case if, if something happens, then that's what it is. I mean, my my goal for the beginning of the season was obviously to settle in at three, but kind of try and push on with my lines. Yeah. Um, and sadly, that's not really been able to happen this year, this season. Purely just down to obviously the way that fixtures have come out and the games that I had been put on, and then like, observers not being put on, and obviously the season being called in February. Um, it meant that I wasn't going to get, I wasn't going to kind of have a chance of getting promoted this season on the line. So the goal was to be to either get promoted on the line or be in and around that kind of area to then push on for next season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we kind so of bringing those over, rolling those over will help. So I have a devil's advocate question here, Jake. If if your marks were poor. Would you would you still be happy for them to roll over, or would you be saying, "Hey, I don't think that's fair"? Because <laughs> I think it works. It, it's definitely there. It makes sense for people who are who think they're doing well and flying high. But if someone's had a pretty poor season, they were potentially hoping for it to be kind of drawn line drawn under it and rest- go again next year, kind of thing. But just intrigued to hear if it changes your mood. <laughs> if it I mean- would. would- the way that I would look at it is 
especially obviously I, I don't know how busy how how many observations other people have had but I think it's it's one of those where you've kind of had your ch- we had four months of football yeah so you should be able to develop in those four months you should be a better referee at the end of the four months than what you were at the beginning and all your observations aren't going to come in the first two weeks of football so if you've had two if you've had one the first weekend of football and then one middle of October for example beginning of November before the national restrictions come in and you're still at the same place and you're still making the mistakes yeah then something isn't there and Effectively, if you've then not refereed for six months, nine months, how are those mistakes going to go anywhere? They're still going to be there. Yeah. They're not, you're not going to have the, you've not developed in that nine months because you've not done anything. You might have developed your fitness, your laws of the game and things like that, but you've not, you've not put your practice into product. I think that's fair. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, obviously, that's just my opinion on it all. And I think, obviously, I might have been sitting there saying something different if my marks were <laughs> really bad. Yeah. But um, no, again, it, it just... But also, I think, I'd like to think if you're in that position, it might actually give you a bit of a kick up the rear end. Because you yeah. might think, I got got away with one this season. And it, like, if it, whether, whether or not you've got a year of immunity or not, it doesn't come into yeah. it. You've you've got away with one this season because they're rolling the marks over. So that means you've got to go hard. You can yeah start again from September, right? Don't worry about the marks that you've got in between now and November. You start working hard on on your mark on your marks from August, and then you go from there. And then obviously, if you sit down and you go, well, from if you look at the marks from August through to next May. They were uh, a 74 and a half or an average of 74 and a half or 74. But before that, they were like a 68, 69. Yeah. You could, I would, I would class it as a successful season. Yeah. Because you'll have more observations in that nine months than what you would have had in the last two months. So in theory, the impact that they've had will be fairly minimal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's Jake, thanks so much for your time. Right. I appreciate your, your input. Well, what a podcast that was, hey. Um, just briefly here just to say thanks for all the support so far on all of our podcasts and uh, YouTube videos. Um, if you're new here, please uh, subscribe to either our podcast or our uh, YouTube channel. Link's in the description for our Instagram and our Facebook and our Twitter. And feel free to reach out to us at any time, uh, whether it be for mental health or some questions about refereeing. We're always at the end of the phone, so don't be afraid to ask. But thank you, and we'll see you next week.